Next Chapter Podcasts. Next Chapter Podcasts presents the play on podcast series, The Winter's Tale, Episode 5, Too Wild for Stay-at-Homes. For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds. And remember, it is required you awake your faith. I, with my swift passage, moved to fly o'er sixteen years. I'll turn my glass. But now we are here in fair Bohemia, and remember well the son of Polixenes. (laughs) My love, you're more stunning than ever. Oh, what a beautiful day! <laughs> and with speed, I race to tell of Perdita. Daddy, come look at the flower I picked. <laughs> it's been three days since I saw the prince. I have noticed that he has lately often gone from court. I have noticed it as well, Camillo. He is often at the dwelling of a lowly shepherd. I have also heard of this man who has a daughter of most rare quality. Florzo, come with me. We must go to this place, disguised. Bright, blooming garb, you less resemble a shepherdess than radiant goddess Flora hailing springtime's start. This year, sheep shearing is like a feast made for the petty gods, and you the queen of it. My dear Florizel, to chide you for embroidery won't suit me, so pardon that I name it. Your high self, the noblest son of the land, you have debased with peasants' clothing, and me... Poor lowly maids dressed up most goddess-like. Were not our feasts a wild free-for-all where the grazing guest digested as a custom, I would blush to see you so attired and faint were I to look into a mirror. Ah, I bless the day that my pet falcon made her flight across your father's farm. (laughs) May time affirm your joy. In me, our difference causes dread. Your highness has not been raised to fear. But how I tremble to think your father, the king, by some accident might pass this way, as you did. Oh, the fates! How would he feel to see his son, the prince, dressed up this way? What would he say? Or how should I, in these flamboyant flaunts, withstand the sternness of his judgment? Contemplate nothing but joyfulness. The gods themselves, humbling their godliness for love, have taken the shapes of beasts upon them. Jupiter became a bull and bellowed, and green Neptune a ram and bleated, and the fire-robed god, golden Apollo, a poor, humble squire, as I seem to be now. Their transformations were never for a piece of beauty rarer, nor were they near as pure, since my desires run not before my honor, nor my lusts burn hotter than our betrothal. Oh, but sir, 
Your resolution cannot hold when it's opposed, as it must be, by the power of the king. One of two things will become necessary. Either you must forfeit your proposal, or I'm my life. My dearest Perdita, do not allow these bleak thoughts to dispel the mirth of the feast. For either I'll be yours or not my father's, for I cannot be my own or anything to anyone if I'm not yours. In this I am most certain. So let the fates conspire. <laughs> be merry, dearest. Strangle such thoughts as these with all the good that you can see is here. Oh, your guests are coming. Lift up your countenance as though it were our day of wedding celebration, which we too have sworn shall come. Oh, Lady Fortune, may your love bless us. Oh, see your guests approach. Prepare yourself to entertain them sprightly. And let's be flesh with mirth. Good grief, my child. When my old wife lived, on this day she was beer wench, butler, and cook, both dame and servant, welcomed all, served all, would sing her song and dance her turn, now here at upper end of the table, then in the middle, on his shoulder, then his, her face on fire with labor, and the beer she poured to quench it, she'd give to each a sip. Oh. You are dawdling as if you were a feasted one and not the hostess of the party. Now pray you, bid these unknown friends warm welcome, <clears throat> for it is our way to get to know them and them us. Now stop your shyness and present yourself as what you are, mistress of the feast. Come on, bid us welcome to your sheep shearing, and your good flock shall prosper. Gentlemen, welcome. It is my father's will that I take on the hostship of the day. So welcome, sirs. Thank, Thank you, you. Uh, ma'am. <coughs> ma'am. <coughs> Give me those flowers there, Dorcas. Here they are. <laughs> Reverend sirs, for you, here's rosemary and rue. These keep their beauty and their scent all winter long. May grace and remembrance shine upon you both, and welcome to our shearing. Shepherd. <coughs> yes. A clever one are you to match our ages with flowers of winter. Sir, <laughs> the year growing older, not yet at summer's death, nor at the birth of trembling winter, the fairest flowers of the season are common daisies and striped carnations, which some call nature's bastards. Oh. Of that kind, our rustic garden's barren, and I refuse to plant seeds of them. Why is it, gentle maiden, you reject them? Because I've heard it said their stripes confirm they're made by art, competing with gracious Mother Nature. They may be, but nature is improved by nothing that lacks nature to begin with. So above art, which may compete with nature, is the art that nature makes. <laughs> you see, <clears throat> you see, sweet maid, we marry a rarer flower to the wildest stalk and fertilize a plant of baser kind with bud of nobler sort. This is an art which improves nature, changes it rather, but the art itself is natural. I'll grant you this. So make your garden rich in carnations and do not call them bastards. I'll not shove shovel in earth to plant one seed of them. 
No more than I would wish, mm. were my face painted, this youth would be bewitched and only then desire to breed with me. Oh! <laughs> Here's flowers for you. Warm lavender, mints, savory, marjoram, the marigold that goes to bed with the sun and with it rises, weeping with dewdrops. These flowers of middle summer are best for good men of middle age. You're most welcome. Were I of your flock, out of band and grazing, and only live by gazing. Come, come now. You'd be so thin that blast of January would blow you through and through. Now, my fairest friend, I wish I had some flowers of the spring that might match with your springtime youth. <laughs> and you, and you, who wear the wreaths of virgins, but who feel the bloom of womanhood. <laughs> oh, Persephone, I wish for flowers that you, afraid, let fall from Hades' chariot. Spry daffodils that come before the swallow dares and brave the winds of March with grace. And violets, small but sweeter than the shape of Hera's eyes, or Aphrodite's breath. Pale primroses that wilt unwed before they can behold Apollo's sunlit strength. A malady quite common to young maids. Oh, these I lack to make you garlands of, and my sweet friend... To strew him o'er and o'er. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like a corpse? <laughs> no, like a bank for love to lie and play on. Not like a corpse. Unless not to be buried, but alive and in my arms. Come, take your flowers. I think I've boldly played as I have seen at Sunday pastorals. This dress of mine has changed my disposition. All you do still better is what you've done. When you speak, sweet, I wish you'd do it always. When you sing, I wish that every waking moment were filled with your song. And even when you're mad, you'd sing that too. And when you dance, you'd be a wave of the sea. So you might always do nothing but that. Move still, still so, and have no other doing. All you do so perfect in its own unique display crowns what you've done with each new present deed. So all your acts are queens. Oh, oh humble youth, your praises are too large. If your wild youth and the true blood which shows clearly through it did not confirm you as a simple shepherd who would not lie, I might fear, my fair shepherd... You'd booed me with flattery. I think you have as little cause to fear as I have reason to do it. <laughs> now come with me and dance. Give me your hand, my perditor, <laughs> like turtle doves that never wish to part. To this I'll swear. <laughs> oh, this is the prettiest lowborn lass that ever ran on the pasture. All she does or says appears as something greater than herself. Too noble for this place. He tells her something that makes her cheeks turn pink. Sweet girl, she is the queen of curds and cream. Son, tell all those lazy music makers to get a move on and to get this party started. Ha <laughs> ha, right away, Dad. Come on, strike up, strike, strike up. Strike up. 
dance with me. I'll dance with you. Mopsa will dance with you. But feed her garlic before you kiss her to cover her brayaf. You're one to talk, Dorcas. You smell like sheep dip. Yeah? Ow! Hey, Play On Podcast listeners. I want you to be a part of the cast. Become a supporting cast member with Play On Podcasts for just $5 a month. Get in-depth interviews featuring some of the most brilliant artists working today. I talk to actors, playwrights, directors, and producers from the worlds of theater and Hollywood, pulling back the curtain on why they got into their profession, why these stories are so relevant today and providing context on the process of making these plays in the podcast format. You'll enjoy ad-free episodes of the Play On podcast series, and maybe even a gift or two. Head over to playonpodcasts.com, click Supporting Cast, and join the club today. We so love creating this content for you, And we hope you'll support us so we can bring you inside this rejuvenated, reimagined Shakespearean world. Join the cast. Supporting cast. Go to ncpodcasts.com. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. (laughs) Party time (laughs) Tell me, kind Shepard What fair lad is this who dances so intently with your daughter? They call him Doricles Now he boasts that he possesses many pastures I count this true only from his report But I believe it He seems in earnest. He says he loves my daughter. Well, I think so, too. For never gaze the moon upon the water, as he'll stand and gaze into my daughter's eyes. And to be plain, I think there is not half a kiss to tell who loves the other best. (laughs) She dances grandly. Oh, and she does everything. Though I don't mean to brag on her. Mm. If that young Doricles should make to wed her, she shall bring him things which he not dreams of. Mm. Hear the peddler at the door? The peddler? You'd never.
never dance again to drums or flutes. Huh? A bagpipe would not move you. He sings many tunes faster than you can count money. Oh. He brings them oh. forth as if he'd eaten ballads, Ooh. and all men's ears were glued to his tunes. Oh. Well, he couldn't come at a better time. He shall come in. I love a ballad best when it's a sad story sung happily, or a happy one sung miserably. Hmm. He has songs for men and women of all sorts. No milliner can better fit his customers with hats. That's nice. He has the prettiest love songs for maids Ooh. and without racy bawdry, which is unusual. With delicate verses about dildos and climaxes, jumper and thumper, and where some foul-mouthed rascal would, as it were, make mischief and insert a dirty jest into the song, he makes maids to answer, whoop! Do me no harm, good man. Puts him in his place and shuts him up with, whoop, do me no harm, good man. A gentleman, no doubt. <laughs> he sounds an admirable, clever fella. Has he any unused things? He has ribbons of all the colors of the rainbow. Buttons, garters, silks, linens. And he sings their praises as if they were gods or goddesses. Bring him in and have him approach... Singing. Make sure he avoids naughty words and tunes. Oh, there are many peddlers that have more in them than you know, sister. Or wish to find out, good brother. Linen white is driven snow, satin black as nighttime crow. Gloves as sweet as damask roses, masks for faces and for noses. Beaded bracelets, necklace amber, perfume for a lady's chamber. Petticoats and lacy shawls for my lads to give their dolls. Brooches, hatpins made of steel. What maids lack from head to heel. Or else your lasses cry, come by. If I were not in love with Mopsa, you would not get my money. But since my heart is captive to hers, <laughs> I will have to pay the ransom for certain ribbons and gloves. He promised to give them to me for the feast, but late is better than never. He promised to give you more than that if rumors are true. Slurp, slurp. Oh. He's already given you all that he promised you, hmm. and maybe given something more than that. <gasps> and the gift's still growing? <gasps> And will shame you when you present it back to him. <laughs> I'm a surgeon! Uh, oh, and I'm a lumberjack. Oh, yeah, well, maybe you are. Stop. Look at those oh, shoulders. Yeah. I bet. Oh, are there no manners left among maids? Why do they speak through their underpants? Is there not milking time or baking time or bedtime to gossip on these secrets? Must you be tittle-tattling in front of our guests? Goodness, they're conversing amongst themselves. Clap up your traps and not another word. All right. I'm done. So, you promised me some frilly lace and a pair of silky gloves. Didn't I tell you I was robbed on the road and lost all my money? Indeed, sir. There are petty thieves about and men should be war. Oh, fear not, peddler. There are no thieves here. <laughs> I hope not, sir. Because I have with me many precious items. <gasps> what ballad sheets have you? Oh, buy some. I love a printed ballad, for then you can be sure it is true. 
first one, set to a melancholy tune about a banker's wife who gave birth to 20 money bags at once and how she had a craving to eat snake's head and roasted toads. Is it true, do you think? Very true, and only published just last month. May I never marry a banker? Here the midwife signed it, one mistress tail shaker, along with five or six honest maids that were present. Why would I traffic in lies? I want you to buy it. Wait first. Let's see more of them. Here's another ballad about a fish that appeared upon the coast on Wednesday, the 80th of April, 40,000 feet above the water, and sung this ballad to shame the hard hearts of ladies. It was thought she was a woman who turned into a cold fish because she would not exchange flesh with one that loved her. The ballad is as sad as it is true. Is it really, really true? Five judges' hands have signed it, and more witnesses than can fill the shit. Oh, put that one aside. Uh, Another. This is a merry ballad, but a very pretty one. Let's have some merry ones. Why, this is a very merry one, and goes to the tune of two maids wooing a man. There's hardly a maid west of here that doesn't know it. It's much requested, I assure you. We can both sing it, if you will take a part. It's a three-way. We learned how to do that last month. Oh, I will bear my part. It's my occupation. Let's go at it together. Leave me now, for I must go Where it suits you not to know Where, oh where, where It is right you know full well that you should me a secret tell Tell me and you can ring my bell Shall I lie by the lake with you? If you do, I'm coming too No, my ladies, not this time Not this time Not this time You have sworn my love to me You have sworn it more to me So, so where are you going to I need a sign. I don't I go where there. We will finish this song later. When we're alone. <laughs> uh, my father and the gentleman are in serious talk, so uh, we'll not bother them. Uh, bring your wares with you. Wenches, I'll buy for you both. Follow me, girls. <laughs> I'll give you all the stuff I have, and you'll pay well for it. Will you buy any tape or lace for your cape? My dainty duck, my dearie. Any silk, any thread, any bonnet for your head. Oh, the newest and finest to wear a... Come see this paddler, money's a meddler that draws dames and leads them away. (laughs) There are three cart 
footmen, three shepherds, three cowherds, and three swineherds that are dressed as hairy goat men. They what, call what? themselves summer satyrs or summer salters, and they have a dance to perform, which the wenches say is a mess of jutting arms and legs because they are not in it. But the men themselves are of a mind. If it's not too wild for stay-at-homes who do little but knitting, it will please mightily. Well, away. Ew, we don't want it. There has been too much base foolery already. Well, I know, sir. We weary your patience. Uh, uh you weary those who come to refresh us. Huh? Please, let's see these four threes of herdsmen. Oh, one set of three, by their own reports, sir, have danced before the king. <laughs> and the best of them jumps twelve and a half feet. It's been measured. Well, enough talking. If these gentlemen would enjoy it, let them come in. But quickly. Why, sir, they're right here. <laughs> Play On podcast series, The Winter's Tale, was translated into modern English verse and directed by Tracy Young. The cast is as follows. Elijah Alexander as Leontes. Kayla Carter as Perdita and Amelia. Gina Daniels as Hermione, Mopsa, Shepherd's Servant, and Paulina Stewart. Rodney Gardiner as Polixenes. Elijah Goodfriend as Mamilius. Ian Gould as Clown, Lord, and Gentleman. Christopher Jean as Antigonus, Old Shepherd, Servant, Lord, and Rogera. Jim Lickscheidel as Autolycus, Jailer, Cleomenes, Officer, and Lord. Christopher Livingston as Florizel and Servant. KT Vogt as Paulina and Dorcas. Lisa Volpe as Camillo, Dion, Older Lady-in-Waiting, and Gentleman, featuring Estelle Parsons as Time. Casting by the Telsey Office, Karen Castle, CSA, and Ada Karamanian. Voice and text coach, Julie Foe. Episode scripts were adapted and produced by Katherine Eaton. Original music composition, sound design, and mix by Lindsay Jones. Music direction by Andrew Fox. Sound engineering by Sadaharo Yagi and Kabi Kabakov. Mix engineer and dialogue editor, Larry Walsh and Robert McNabb. Podcast mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Coordinating producer, Transcend Streaming, Kira Bowie and Liana Keys. Managing producer, Robert Capadona. Executive producer, Michael Goodfriend. The Managing Director of Business Operations and Partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts is Sally Cade Holmes. The Play On Podcast Series, The Winter's Tale, is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the HITS Foundation. Visit ncpodcasts.com for more about the Play On Podcast Series. Visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Play On Shakespeare. 
Hear more about the Play On Shakespeare podcast series by subscribing to Play On Premium at ncpodcasts.com, where you'll find interviews with the artist, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. And remember, it is required you do awake your faith. Next Chapter Podcasts.